0: Welcome to the Benson and Bingham podcast. We provide helpful advice on areas related to personal injury law, including car accidents, defective products, workers' compensation, and more. Our Las Vegas personal injury lawyers understand the law, statutes, and issues that are unique to injury law. We understand what makes Nevada law tick. In this podcast, we'll explain the types of difficulties you must face if you decide to file a personal injury claim. We'll also discuss the timeline on when deposition becomes mediation. If you've suffered injuries in an accident because of another person's wrongful, intentional, or negligent actions, you may decide to file a personal injury lawsuit to get the compensation you need to cover your losses. Many people ready to embark on this legal journey may have no idea what they need to do first or what this process involves causing them a significant amount of stress, anxiety, and worry. That's why in this episode we want to help you understand what you may encounter during these legal proceedings, especially when it comes to depositions and mediations. We hope that with the following information, you have a better understanding of what these legal processes entail, what you can expect in each of these stages, and how an experienced personal injury attorney can help you through this whole process. First of all you need to understand what exactly is a deposition. A deposition is an out-of-court sworn testimony by a witness in a civil lawsuit. At a deposition hearing, the attorneys will direct several questions to the witness, and the witness will respond to each of these questions. Meanwhile, a court reporter will transcribe these responses. Typically, the deposed witness is often critical to the lawsuit or in some way connected to one of the parties involved in the suit. Yet, if one of these witnesses is not willing to be deposed, A subpoena will often be served a subpoena compels an individual to testify at a given place and time now what would be the reasons why there are depositions in a personal injury case there are numerous reasons why there are depositions in a personal injury case for instance they get information questioning a witness allows the attorney to gain new information to help their case they also record testimony recording a deposition allows this information to still be available for court proceedings even in instances where a witness disappears, dies, or falls ill before or during the trial. Depositions hold witnesses accountable. Depositions secure witness testimony and act to keep these witnesses accountable for their stories. And lastly, they get facts when they are fresh. Because legal proceedings can take months, if not years, to begin, a deposition will allow the witness to record their information while it is still fresh in their minds. You must be wondering, When exactly do these depositions normally happen? After a summons is served to the defendant of a personal injury lawsuit, they are provided the chance to file an answer to it. If their response indicates that they want to defend the case, the discovery phase will begin. The discovery phase is the formal exchange of information about evidence related to witnesses and the case. Because this phase allows each party to see what the other side will present at trial, it is during this part of the legal process that depositions will be taken. We are frequently asked what can you expect in a personal injury case deposition? Following a personal injury accident, the defendant's attorney will likely ask you to sit for a deposition. Although the purpose of this deposition is to gather information about the facts of the case, the opposing counsel may use the deposition to try to get you to admit to something or make a statement that weakens your case. However, because you are under oath during a deposition, You should not exaggerate the truth about what happened, or lie about anything that occurred. If you are unsure about a question, you can simply say, you do not know, instead of guessing. You should also make sure you take your time to answer any of the questions, so you do not accidentally say anything that could be used against you later in your case. Yet, even though the questions in a deposition will depend on the case, in general, personal injury victims must often answer the following typical questions. Can you discuss the events that led up to your accident? What types of injuries and illnesses did you suffer from before the accident? What type of injuries did you sustain in the accident? Did you receive medical treatment after the accident? What was the extent of this medical treatment? Were you able to work following the accident? Did these injuries impact your ability to live your life? What are the long-term consequences of the injuries you sustained? And did you ever file a personal injury lawsuit in the past? In addition, the lawyers may also ask you questions related to your criminal record, medical background, and even your employment history. However, because of what your answers may mean to the success of your case, it is usually recommended you reach out to an experienced personal injury lawyer to help you with this process. These attorneys can work with you before your deposition to ensure that you know how to handle each of the questions that will be thrown your way. So, what happens after the depositions conclude? Once the depositions are complete, Each party will receive a copy of the transcript from the depositions. This will allow the lawyers to look for any errors or inaccuracies. Depending on what these attorneys find and other circumstances, the attorneys may need to depose more witnesses to establish a picture of how the accident occurred or to dispute any wrong or false information. In addition, the defense team may also ask for an independent medical examination of the victim. Generally, the defendant's insurance is the one to choose the doctor and the medical care professional's assessment will be compared to the plaintiff's medical records. Once both parties have gathered all the information and evidence needed for their case, the discovery portion of the legal proceedings will end. This stage will often take up the most considerable part of the personal injury lawsuit. Let's now talk about the mediation stage. After the discovery stage, if a settlement has still not been reached, the court may request that both parties attempt a mediated settlement before heading to trial. Mediation is a procedure where both parties discuss their disputes about the case with the assistance of a trained, impartial third party who will assist them in settling. These mediations may be informal or will happen through a scheduled settlement conference. First, let's understand, how does mediation work? A mediation conference is usually held at a mutually agreeable neutral place, such as a private facility or the mediator's office. However, future negotiations between the mediator and the parties can be held over the phone once the initial mediation is complete. These sessions will often require the parties involved in the case to be present, as well as their attorneys, the mediator, and any other individuals that were agreed upon in advance. A traditional mediation may involve these stages. Number one is the introduction, in which the mediator will give an opening statement, including information about their background, the parties involved in the case, And their representatives then administrative matters are discussed and completed including confidentiality of the proceedings the mediators fees and the signing of the agreement to mediate if not already done so the next stage consists of determining the problem which will allow each party to give an account of the circumstances and the facts that lead to the dispute these issues will all be identified and summarized then we have the presentation of options The parties with the mediator will then identify areas of settlement, with the mediator often encouraging solutions or other options they see as possible. Negotiations by the parties will continue until the mediator ends the mediation or continues the mediation in a subsequent session. And lastly, the agreement. If a settlement is reached, the parties will jot down the terms of the deal. One of the many benefits of mediation is it is confidential. Mediators will not disclose any information revealed during the mediation. Nobody transcribes or records the sessions. After mediation, the mediators will also destroy any notes taken during the session. But, on the other hand, what happens if mediation fails? If an agreement cannot be reached through the mediation process, there are numerous options of what comes next, including taking the case to trial, where both sides will have an opportunity to lay out their case and arguments and then the court or the jury will make a ruling on it. You could also head back to mediation. If the parties agree, they can restart the mediation process with a different mediator. Or, you could continue with negotiations. The parties can also choose to begin negotiations on their own in an attempt to come up with an agreement without having any formal proceedings involved. If these negotiations or the mediation fails once again, the case can still proceed to trial. Moving forward, Let's talk about the advantages of mediation. Typically, because the mediation process tends to be informal, quick, and inexpensive, it can provide both sides with numerous benefits. First, there is a better control of the case. Mediations give parties an equal say in the process, and since there is no determination of fault, the parties have an opportunity to reach a mutually agreeable resolution to their problems and conflicts. You also can expect satisfactory results. If a party has an opportunity to come up with a solution to their own problem, they often feel more satisfied than if a third party imposes the solution on them. Another benefit would be the customized agreements. These mediated agreements often help resolve any interpersonal and procedural issue, allowing the parties to tailor the settlement to their situations and hash out specific details. And lastly, mediation helps with future issues. After a resolution, if subsequent disputes arise, the parties are more likely to use a problem solving forum to resolve their differences instead of pursuing an adversarial approach. Finally, how long after deposition is mediation? Generally, when it comes to mediation, there is no specific time frame for how fast they will happen after depositions are taken. Since these mediations occur when both parties have a solid understanding of the strengths and weaknesses of their case, this time frame can vary. However, on average, mediations tend to take place between 9 months and 18 months after an accident. In light of this information, how can an experienced personal injury attorney help you with the legal process? As you can see, these legal proceedings can get complicated, especially for those who do not have a thorough understanding of the laws regarding these processes. That is why following an accident, you should reach out to an experienced personal injury lawyer as soon as possible with skilled legal professionals on your side you can have the help you need to take on this complex legal battle from start to finish in fact your attorneys can handle every aspect of your case while you focus on what matters most your recovery and healing once retained your lawyers can go over your accident evaluate your claim and determine your legal options they can answer any concerns you have about the proceedings and provide you with the legal support you need during this challenging time in your life they will properly investigate the incident and secure the evidence needed to show what happened and who was at fault your lawyers will prepare you for deposition and be ready to question the other witnesses in the case they can also handle all the discussions and negotiations with the other side including the insurance company and work hard to obtain a just settlement offer and If the other side is unwilling to settle your case for a fair amount, your attorneys will head to trial and go after maximum damages. If an accident harms you or a loved one and you want to pursue legal action, do not wait any longer to secure the legal help you need. Instead, contact an experienced personal injury attorney today for a free case evaluation and let your lawyer show you how they can take on this fight and go after the justice and damages you deserve. Remember. You can always count with the experienced lawyers at Benson & Bingham to get the compensation you deserve. The attorneys at Benson & Bingham Accident Injury Lawyers have successfully handled tens of thousands of claims. Let our team of compassionate and experienced lawyers walk you through securing the evidence in your claim and protect your rights under Nevada law. We have a track record of success in obtaining compensation for our clients. Over the past 20 years, we have recovered over $500 million in damages for individuals who were injured in accidents in Nevada. Visit our car accident injury law office in Las Vegas to consult with one of our personal injury attorneys. We will review the facts of your case and advise you on the best course of action to take to get the maximum compensation possible. Contact Benson & Bingham Accident Injury Lawyers and schedule a free consultation today. To get started with your case, Give us a call at 702-382-9797 or visit us online at BensonBingham.com. Thank you for listening to the Benson and Bingham podcast. We understand that no amount of compensation could ever undo the harm you suffered, but we can help alleviate the financial burdens while you focus on recovering. At Benson & Bingham, we work tirelessly to help injured accident victims obtain the compensation needed in order to rebuild their lives after a devastating accident.